Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, my Dirty Devotional family? Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, y'all. Listen, this podcast is all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God, and I hope today that you feel that. Um, I want to give a shout out to all my dirty family. Listen, if you love this podcast, if you love this community, um, you love the values, this idea of being seen, known, and loved, um, listen, I have a group for you. There is a group of people um, who I like to call my dirty family. That this That's what they're about. That's what they represent in their lives. That's what they represent with their hearts. Um, and so I, there's a private Facebook group. Uh, if you search Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family, you'll find it. Answer some questions. Listen, get into that group. Uh, man, that is a cool way for me to be able to more personally connect with you, um, to be able to share stuff with you, to be able to learn more about your world, and for you, more importantly, for you to connect with others. It's not about just connect, connecting with me. It's about connecting with everybody. Um, and so be sure to do that. Uh, but today, y'all, we are going to dive into today's devotional. Um, we are going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 15. Um, but listen to this. So early in the morning, Verse 12, early in the morning, Samuel got up and went to meet Saul, but he was told Saul has gone to uh, Carmel, Carmel, depending on how you pronounce it. I'm from the South, so it's Carmel. Um, uh, there he set up, a, on, set up a monument in his own honor, and he turned and gone down to Gilgal. All right, so you might be like, that's the most random verse I've ever heard in my entire life. It is. It's right in the middle of a story, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this story. Um, so... At this point in 1 Samuel 15, God comes to Samuel, who's the prophet, and he says, um, I have rejected Saul as my king. Um, there are incidents leading up to this where Samuel seems to be trying, but he just is kind of missing the heart of God in this. And that was the whole point of having a king, was to be able to have this royal display of who God is to the people. It's not working out. And so they get into this, and basically Samuel is looking um, for Saul to be able to communicate this to them. Now, Saul has just won a big battle. Um, He has just won a big battle. So even though that he is winning as far as the battles are going, because we do see a lot of winning, um, Samuel is doing something that bothers God. And I think we see it in this verse. And that is that when Samuel goes looking for Saul, who's the king, Saul is out setting up a monument in his own honor, celebrating himself, um, and that's the problem. I believe this is the issue, and I believe there is a tension um, that we have to manage when it comes to our relationship with God. Now, listen, now I say that because a lot of times we treat it like a problem to solve, but it's a tension to manage. And so I want to get there. I want to talk about this tension. But first, I want to explain something to set it up. I want you to know that God is for you. All right. He loves you. He wants the most incredible life for you. I believe the gospel 
the good news of the Bible is the idea that God loves you so much. He wants a relationship with you that he was willing to send his son Jesus to pay for my mistakes, your mistakes, simply so that he could be with you, so that you could be endowed with his presence, his power, his provision. I believe all of that. I believe, I really do believe the Bible is God's love story to us, um, that, that it is for you. Um, and it's so important for you to hear me say that because a lot of times people make it other than that. And it's not. The Bible is for you. It is God's love letter to you because he wants you, because he loves you, and he is for you. But there's a big but here. The Bible is for you. God is for you. But do not get it mistaken that it is about you. Even though God is for you, it is not about you. It is not about you. And this is a tension that we constantly have to manage. Because if we are not careful, man, I believe that we could find ourselves wearing our relationship with God as just a badge of honor and not a real life-changing relationship. I believe that if we pursue God, that we will find peace. I believe you'll find joy. I believe growth. I believe you find all these wonderful things. I believe when the Bible says that God will give you the desires of your heart, I believe he will. I believe he is a promise maker. He is a promise keeper. I believe all of those wonderful things. But if you're not careful in the midst of receiving that blessing and accepting that, you could make everything in the world about you. And this could become the Zach Children's Show. And it's all about how I can succeed, how awesome I am, making a name for myself. But what I have to constantly battle is to make sure that I acknowledge, God, thank you so much for all these wonderful things. I believe you want me to have them, but God, it's not about me. It's not about me raising up my kingdom. It's not about everyone knowing my name. It's not about me and me being happy, God. It's about me knowing you more intimately, following you more closely pursuing you in every way possible, making sure people know that every good thing that I've received is a gift from you and pointing it back to you. And I believe that in my life and in your life, this is something we constantly, constantly have to check because if we pursue joy, we pursue peace, we pursue growth, we pursue fame, we pursue all these things that I don't believe are bad things, but if our goal is to get those, then I believe we will always be left wanting. But if I pursue God, I will find all those things. The Bible talks about this, um, um, that if we pursue the kingdom of heaven, all these things, put first his kingdom, put first God, and all these things, you know what all means? All means all. All these wonderful things that you want, you'll receive. But we have to constantly check our hearts because in the midst of receiving God's blessing, God's favor in our life, um, we can slowly, we can slowly manipulate this idea of that what God says I'm for you, and we'll start thinking, oh, it's all about me. It's all about what I want and building my own kingdom. So I want to challenge you today with this because Saul missed it. Saul was doing wonderful things, but the thing that kept getting in Saul's way was it was no longer it was no longer things that God was doing for Saul. Saul was like, no, this is about me. This is about how awesome I am. This is about me making sure people respect me. This is about um, making my name in the history books. This is about me succeeding. And what's crazy is it says it time and time again that if Saul would have just chased God, he would have chased God's favorite. Samuel says, God would have established your kingdom forever. You would have had all those things. And so we have to constantly check our hearts in that. And if we do, 
and we constantly keep our focus on God and pursuing Him, I believe there are absolutely wonderful things and that God wants to do in you, through you, and for you. But it's never about you. It's all about knowing God and the world knowing who He is and how wonderful He is. So let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you so much for this conversation. Um, Lord, you want to do incredible things in us. You are not this killjoy who wants us to be miserable. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to say that. And Lord, you are a good God, and you want joy, peace, blessing, favor in our lives. You want us to succeed. I believe that, Lord. But Lord, I pray that you check our hearts, Lord, that um, even though all those things are for us, that you are for us, uh, Lord, do not let us think it is about us. Um, Lord, because it is not about us. It is about you and how wonderful you are. Lord, we are nothing um, but reflectors of how wonderful you are, Lord. So we thank you and we love you. We ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.